Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast. Folks, we're all friends, right? You, me, everybody, everybody, anybody in your house right there. That's right. I'm going to include anybody under your roof right now, anybody in your house, anywhere anywhere you're listening to me right now, take a look. Look to your left. Look to your right. Look straight ahead. If you're not driving, well, if you're driving, look in the rearview mirror, but if you're looking, well, don't do that because that'd be people in the back seat, I suppose. Uh, whoever you can see is a friend of ours. That's, that's what I'm going to say right now. All of us are in this together. Me, you, them, everyone, all of us. Anyone taking breath within an arm's length of you or even in your car or in your vehicle, in your house. Like if you're in your house right now listening to me in the basement uh, while you're on a treadmill, which makes no sense. I don't know why you would need that because I would have to listen to music on the treadmill. I did try to listen to a couple of old-time radio shows, and that was... uh. Not exciting. It was not good. And as I've mentioned before, I listened to Amanda Palmer's TED Talk, and that was good for the treadmill because all I did was try to run faster so I could get away from her. That was, uh, that's an old joke. I may have told you guys already. I tweeted that a billion years ago. Um, but I, so I want to share this with you and also with your friends and our friends, friends of the show, FOS, is, is that what we're calling them? F-O-4-O-Y-O-B, friends of 40 wild boy, but year old boy, wild boy. Um, why do I always feel the need to come rampaging out of the gate here with you guys? Why couldn't I just relax? Why couldn't I ease into this show? Why can't I just be like, hey, man, what's happening? How are you? Mike Schmidt. Are you good? I'm you see that would because, well, you know, because that's boring as fuck. And then you're throwing me off a goddamn cliff. <laughs> what if you did? You, you hate the show that much. You drive to a cliff and then toss whatever your uh, uh, mode of listening to me would be. Is it a Zune? Toss your Zune off the cliff. I got news for you. Even if you don't care for me uh, or if you do care for me, whatever you how are your feelings? on me throw your Zune off the cliff. You don't need a, a, cl- a Zune or a, a Pondo, uh, whatever the fuck I told you, uh, the, the, the fucking Toblerone bar that Neil Young's trying to sell you. Any other dumb listening device. If you got an iPod, great. If you have an iPhone that you listen to me on, great. An, an Apple Watch. That's fine. Uh, I guess a fucking Android. Do you listen to me on those? I don't know. Do those even access podcasts? They're, they, they, what if the only thing you look at on an Android is like a Viewmaster? Like literally, just you just touch the screen and it's like, oh, there you go. It's Batman in the Batcave. He's got to go save Catwoman. Uh, he actually did save Catwoman a couple of times. Well, he was kind of fighting against her, but also he loved her. And why not? It's Julie Newmar. 
He had a skin-tight outfit. I don't give a fuck if I'm a crime fighter. I'm going to tag the fuck out of goddamn Catwoman, right? She's getting fucking railed. Uh, Catwoman's suit would look really good on the floor of the Batcave, don't you think? And then you just throw her up on top of the Batputer and go to fucking work. Just plunge your fucking cowled head right between her legs. She grabs your ears and steers. That's exactly what I fucking want. I'll wear my Batman costume, baby. You want me to go on town on you while I'm wearing my Batman costume? Let me don my pussy eating cowl and let's go to work. Your ass is on the bat pewter. I throw my fucking head between your goddamn Catwoman thighs and you can just grab my ears and steer. Zing, zing. Let's do it. Uh, don't think Adam West didn't think about that. Don't think you think Adam West fucked all the Catwomen. Yeah, he had a Julie Newmar. He had an Eartha Kit. He had a, a Lee Merriweather in the movie, of course. Uh, maybe she also got tagged. Uh, he certainly didn't tag Batgirl because they were like sisters, like Batman and Robin were sister and brother. Can't do that. That's just creepy and strange. Although not like Batwoman is a is a lesbian, from what I understand. Is that true? Because uh, God knows we needed to do that. We needed to have new a, a Batwoman show. I don't, I don't look, man. I don't know. And like what you like, and we'll get to that later because there's a lot of like what you like talk that we're gonna have in this fucking episode. But dudes, I just don't like. I see when they do Batwoman, it's just like, well, you might as well give a show to a fucking. You know, uh, Bat Giraffe. I mean, is he out there? Put a cowl on him. He's fighting jungle crime. He's fucking looking for goddamn paw prints, trying to arrest a leopard. I mean, I don't fucking know. And then, look, I don't know canon. I don't read the books. I'm not a DC guy. Maybe Batwoman is a big deal. I don't know. I, I remember, like I said, I know Batgirl because when I was a kid, oh, my Christ, just me banging my fucking uh, uh, 12-year-old uh, crank into a fucking leather chair thinking of Batgirl. Um, and, of course, the Catwoman all looking amazing and hot and, and just wanting to be Batman. And, and, look, maybe even thinking of Joan Collins as the siren. There's a lot of ladies on, on Batman that I would have fucking worked. Not lying to you. Aunt B, she's not going to get day in court. I'm not, I can't lie to you. I'm not going to go, even though Aunt B probably thirsting for it, man. Uh, didn't the Joker romance her at some point? Or there was some, I think there was some villain who was, or maybe the Penguin. The Penguin was going to fuck Aunt B. Aunt B. It's not Aunt B, Aunt Harriet. Jesus Christ, Aunt B. The fuck's wrong with me? Uh, also, I wouldn't fuck Aunt B either. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but I would fuck Helen Crump. Uh, hi, I'm the oldest man on earth. I'm using, again, once again, I'm using this, this new technology to talk about TV shows from the goddamn 60s that nobody fucking cares about. We, I was talking, who was I talking to a buddy of mine the other day about comedians who, because there's a, uh, I'm not going to say any names, but they're comedians. You know, they age out of the industry. We've talked about this many times before. Uh, and the natural progression is you go from clubs. And if you don't, if you don't make it to theaters and shows and stuff like that, well, then you can, there's plenty of work on the, on cruise ships. There's all sorts of places you can go to work and it's great. You can make a salary being a comedian. Um, but you got to think of your audience, like, cause there's still comedians in Chicago, uh, you know, who, and, and look, if you have your own audience and they're coming to see you and seeing your certain shows, that's totally fine. But if, if you're just playing a club, like we, we always talk about the fact there's a club called Zanies in Chicago and they still book all these dudes that were there when I was there. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Get work. Everybody go, please, please make money in a pandemic. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm not criticizing anybody, but what I would say is that if I was, if I would be in the audience and one of these dudes would show up and start talking about the Brady bunch and I was like a 23 year old man, I'd be like, what the fuck is the Brady bunch? Like, I, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I guess you'd know it from the movies. Maybe, but honestly, there's no reason to go ahead and try. You gotta, you gotta keep up with the times, man. Right. Don't you, you can't even, even musically, you can't, you can't be doing some reference, but I mean, I guess there's bands that stand the test of time and, and God knows if you got Beatles jokes, just bring them out. <laughs> Who's going to have fucking Beatles jokes at this fucking juncture? Uh, I don't know. I, maybe you do. Maybe you got a Ringo chunk you've been working on. Maybe you got a fucking Paul hunk. You got an, you got an old George hunk. Uh, I know everybody had their Eric Clapton hunk that came out on Twitter a couple of weeks ago because it turns out he's a fucking racist. It's like, 
and I don't even know why yet. Why just don't even go online anymore. All right. Because any anybody you like is going to turn out to be a terrible fucking guy. Clapton's a jag off and, and he's teamed up with Van Morrison to have a song called We Hate the Blacks. And it's like, oh, great. Hey, where did we go? I when the rains came down to the hardware store to buy a rope and hang it from a tree. Yeah, shut up, you fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking Van Morrison. And, and again, these are 80-year-old men. What the fuck do you expect? They're 80 and they're British dudes, too. Like, they're just fucking sour pusses. Fucking Clapton still, you know, doesn't know how to lock a window, loses a kid, and fucking hates everything in the goddamn world. What the fuck? And Van Morrison just... I don't know, he did Brown Eyed Girl, and I guess, what, Tupelo Sunshine? I don't know, doesn't he have some fucking stupid song like that? Those dudes are just human fedoras at this point. They're they're around for nostalgia, and sometimes you break them up, but who the fuck cares? And I know Clapton's a legend, and Slowhand, and Cream, and, and all that kind of bullshit, but he just, he's not my guy. But again, if you like him, like what you like. That's, that's the theme of today's show. Like what you like. Uh, if you like podcasts that come out on Saturday, like what you like. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm working on it. I promise. And again, words mean nothing to anybody. I know words don't mean anything to you. Well, they mean something to you guys, certainly. Uh, but I, I don't. I just I feel uh, dumb bringing it up. What the fuck was I even talking about before we get into Clapton and the bullshit and Batman and whoever the fuck? Oh, I had stuff to tell you. Oh, here we go. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, yeah. Clapton's a racist. Peter Frampton's a genius. He's a good guy. He lasted. He's fine. But in 10 years, I'm sure he'll he'll hate, you know, people from fucking Bangladesh and be like, God damn you, Frampton. Um, who else is a jagoff? Who else did I read about as a fucking like Clapton's a racist? Oh, Morrissey, of course. We all know Morrissey flipped uh, for some reason, just a huge Hispanic fan base and then decides that he's he's a Brexit dude and he's against immigrants. And I mean, I don't know who are these people who did, I guess when you get old, you just become terrified. And, and the thing I don't understand is like. If you're an old, poor person, then you should be terrified because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen with your life. You don't know when your next fucking crust of bread is coming from. Who knows who's making your soup in the morning? Who's going to come over and sponge off your armpits? Whatever the fuck happens to you when you're old and and poor. Uh, but if you're rich, if you're like Clapton rich or fucking or Van Morrison or Morrissey rich, what's with the Morris, by the way? What, how, how's Garrett Morris fall on all of this? Does anybody know about that? What, what about Garrett Morris? Is he also a racist? Possibly. I don't know. Uh, there might be people he doesn't like. Certainly, I have no. Or is he alive? Did Garrett Morris die? Did we lose Garrett Morris? Did we? Hey, uh, Susan, did we lose Garrett Morris? I've hired a woman named Susan to keep track of stuff. Uh, she'll get back to me at the end of the show because she's not allowed to talk on the air, and she also can't come over and give me a piece of paper with whatever fact I've asked her about because it'll make a sound, and then you'll really know that she's here. And uh, I'm all about keeping the illusion that I'm alone in the room when in reality I have a team. There's a 40 year old boy team in place now, including Susan. And uh, of course, Stephen, and uh, and then also I have Shannon and Sean. <laughs> I only hire people with the uh, start with the letter S. I like alliterative, an alliterative crew. Um, but yeah, fucking Morrissey, Van Morrison, Eric Clapton. You just you're rich. Why are you hating people? Don't fucking if you're rich, you should just be. At this point, you should just be like, you know what, man? Everything's cool. Be happy. And let everybody be fine. Let everybody go wherever the fuck they want. Nobody gives a shit about fucking you know race anymore. Again, because you've superseded race. If you're clapped, then you're not even white anymore. You're, you're just rich. You're green. You're like a dollar sign. There's no fucking color to your skin. Uh, same thing with Van Morrison. And, and I'm sure Morrissey the same way. Old fucking white dudes. What the fuck, man? Somebody take a baseball bat and hit these dudes in the knees. Just because, again, look, and again, like what you like. You like Morrissey? That's fine. I do. I love the fucking Smiths. 
I love hearing that stuff, man. It pops up in my my iPod. I'm not a Van Morrison guy or a Clapton guy, but that's not because I'm like, uh, uh, boo hoo. They don't like someone. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't care who Clapton likes or Van Morrison likes. Means nothing to me. Again, I'm a, I'm a 53 year old white dude. Nothing nothing sticks to me anymore. That's just the thing. I mean, I care about other people and I want them to be happy, but at the same fucking time, I know Clapton's not going to hate me and Morrissey's not going to hate me. Uh, and Morrison's not going to hate me. What about Jim Morrison? How's he feel? Let's dig him up. Let's talk to his fucking rotted skull and see what he has to think. What about Ray Manzarek? He's also dead, right? Are they all dead? Are the doors all dead? Is Krieger still around? What about Dunsmore? Are any of these guys? Uh, <laughs> let's talk to all the doors. Hey, you guys. And it's a good thing that Jim Morrison died, because if Jim Morrison was alive now, he would be a cunt. How much would you hate Jim Morrison? There's no way he would... I mean, you, you like to think... He would have been like a rock singer, and then maybe he would have just gone ahead and said, you know what, oh, the hell with this, I'm going to be Ireland to be a poet, and he would have just been like in cable knit sweaters, and him and the, the, you know, the fucking uh, Meg Ryan looking chick, what the fuck was her name, I can't remember her fucking name, who was Jim Morrison's chick, Pamela, there you go, he, he and Pamela would just go off and live in a cabin somewhere, and then every, every, I don't know, what, a year, two years? He'd put out. He'd be like a fucking recluse, but then he'd go on like a poetry tour. He'd do some sort of beatnik bullshit, and he'd put out a book of poems, and he'd just live off his royalties. See, that that wouldn't be the way it would go down. You hope that would happen. You you would hope that Jim Morrison would collect pipes. You know what I mean? And just be that guy. Knew a lot of stuff about tobacco and wine, and he and Pam grew older together, and and talked wistfully about their days on the road from a million fucking years ago when they were playing. And he stuck his finger out, and everybody thought it was a cock. And then he was hugging a lamb, and that picture was famous. I I like to think that if Jim, because this is what we hope. We hope Jim Morrison, if he would have stayed alive, would have somehow uh, continued. You know, maybe like I said, making music periodically, but also writing writing poets, uh, writing books, writing poems, not writing poems. What if he did? What if he became a fan club for poets? He's like, hey, Longfellow, it's me, Morrison. What the fuck? Uh, it seems like a weird note to write to a dead guy. But still, that's what Morrison's doing. He ages well. He gets a cable knit sweater. As I've mentioned, he wears he wears tweed. He wears a lot of elbow patches. He has a pipe and uh, he has a lot of leather round books. He's very fancy. Might even have a library of some sort. He, he keeps a lot of casks in his home. Uh, filled with wine or or uh, whatever the fuck, some some mead, some some honey flavored mead or something. You know, he, this is what we would want for Jim Morrison if he had stayed alive. However, we all know the terrible truth. Uh, if he didn't choke on his own vomit that year, he would have choked on somebody else's two years later. I mean, it's just that's who he was as a fucking dude. Even if he lasted, he would have just turned into like some bloated Elvis fucking dude doing light my fire on 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 Adult Swim. Ironically, in some fucking shows, he would have sold all of the music to fucking to, to you know goddamn commercials and shit like that. <laughs> he would just you know. She lived on Love Street. Park your Buick on Love Street. That Skylark looks so good there. He's just fucking selling every song they have for fucking to make money. Man's Eric pissed, but having to sign off because Morrison's the Morrison's the dominant personality. Um just like it just and just crazy he would have been wearing crazy outfits like elvis and probably would he probably would have can you imagine a 75 year old man going i'm gonna get my gigs until the whole shit house goes up in flames the only thing worse than that is the crowd of people who pay to see a 75 year old man say that or the crowd of people who say pay to see a 75 year old man give a concert and they are angry at him until and they yell at him until he says, I'm going to get my kicks until the whole shit up house goes up in flames because it brings them back to the time in their life when they actually, I don't know, felt invincible and didn't have kids and a mortgage and shit like that because that's what everybody's doing now is they're trying to forget the fact that they grew up. Dude, age and fucking aging out and youth and sex and just what a fucking 
weird witch's brew bullia base this whole fucking world is, man. It's all everybody chases youth and then, and then, you know, they get old and they need money. Everybody wants money and youth and, and to be desirable still. And I don't, it's just, a, it's just a strange fucking world, right? Isn't that a, I just, I guess I just thought of it as living, you know, you just lived and you grew up and you did whatever the fuck happened. But as I look around now and I just see how much, I mean, just sex dominates everything. I've talked about this before many times and about how, it, it's it, this whole society is incumbent on making the 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 older white men who have disposable income feel young or vital or important, so they'll spend that vital income on whatever the fuck that you're 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 offering out there for them, some kind of you know a dick pill or a fucking big ass fucking car that looks like a cock or a giant truck. I mean, I you know it's just it's all about tricking old and infirm men into thinking, no, nah, no, nah, man, you guys aren't almost dead. This is great. You should totally buy like ten trucks and some dick pills. And get this. Remember where we used to have a lighter in the trucks? Oh, you know what that is now? Fleshlight. You're goddamn right. Now you can fuck your truck, buddy. Uh, we've made it easy for you. It kind of pulls out. It's not It's not like you got to climb up on the dashboard. You can actually attach this fleshlight to your cock while you're driving. And as you rev this Hemi, it will cause the fucking fleshlight to contract and suck even harder. Oh, isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you've always dreamed of? To go out and floor it in your Hemi as you're driving all over the fucking plains at the age of 77? And you're just you're just about to take that last breath, but with your cock wedged into a fucking fleshlight, former cigarette lighter of your F-150. That's what the F stands for, by the way. You can get the F-150 or you can get the FL-150. And the FL-150 is the fleshlight 150. You just fucking detach it and wrap it around your fucking bone that you had to take 75 pills to get hard. Jesus Christ, give it up. Give it up, man. <laughs> Let the young run this fucking world. Let the young run this planet. And I say that as an old man. Now, now I'm, I'm not, look, am I the oldest of men? No. Am I on my way to being one of the oldest men? I don't know. I have no idea. I do know I have old people problems. Let's talk about that, shall we? Yeah, because that's what I was going to bring up and talk to you about a second ago. I was like, well, before we, look, before we started talking about the fact that Jim Morrison would be a terrible old person, and he would be, there's no doubt. Uh, do you think Cobain would have been a good old person? I don't know, right? Hendrix? I think Hendrix would have. I actually think Hendrix had his head on his, on his shoulders. I mean, he might have been a fucking drug dude, but he was still kind of like, yeah, like everything was okay for him. Um, but fucking, but Cobain, man, I, I, I don't, he seemed like a good dude too. It was just the fact that he was married to fucking what's her name. Although I don't want to be that dude who, you know, uh, to Courtney Love, not what's her name. I know who she is, but I don't want to go ahead and hang the millstone of responsibility for Cobain being a fuck up around the, the neck of Courtney Love. And was Cobain really a fuck up? I don't know. And don't yell at me. Don't write me notes and go like, oh, actually, Jim Morrison was a smart person and Eric Clapton's not a racist. And I, that's fine. Again, like I said, like what you like, like it. That's fine. I love I I love the Nirvana albums that I've heard. Don't I mean I I haven't heard a lot of you know the, I'm sure there's bootlegs and shit like that that I don't know about, uh, but the Live in New York and of course the In Utero and fucking Nevermind those are great albums. They're fantastic. Um, Bleach I, I I'm a fan. Grandma take me home. Grandma take me home. Grandma take me home. It would be weird to sing that song when all of a sudden you're the grandma. Well, I don't know if Kurt Cobain would ever be the grandma, right, Woody? I mean, because look, Chris Novoselic, and look, I'm a big Foo Fighters guy. I like what Dave Grohl has become. You might not, because I have to hear people who are always like, oh, the most mediocre tepid of rock in the fucking world, and they're so bad, and it's like, I don't, I don't, I hear the Foo Fighters, and I'm like, who does, who couldn't like them? Why would you not like them? They're fucking, they're fantastic. 
Uh, and I and but I recognize there's a lot of people who think they're stupid and they're thinking you know because I don't know if they wanted Grohl to carry on the Cobain legacy, but I mean Cobain was a one of a kind genius, so you can't ask Grohl to do that. But Grohl is a guy who grew up on fucking Meat and Potatoes Rock, so of course he's going to go ahead and branch out. And when he makes his own band, he does Meat and Potatoes Rock, and he's a fucking rock star. I mean, there's not a whole lot of rock stars left in the goddamn world. Even the guys from Greta Van Fleet look they should be working at fucking Tom McCann rather than being on stage. Um, but what do I know, right? What the fuck do I know? I know nothing about nothing. I'm old, as I've mentioned. Uh, but isn't, isn't Chris Novoselic, isn't he, uh, he's like, he went all fucking wacky Republican, right? Didn't he do that? And I don't give a fuck if you're Republican. Do what the fuck you want to do. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not that guy. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking affect me yet <laughs> until you come to my house with a bayonet or you vote against me and say somebody should go to my house with a bayonet. Let's outlaw fat podcasters. All right. That's a good idea. Um, which by the way, uh, who was it who asked me? He's like, I, I use that term this week or a couple of weeks ago when someone was talking about the vaccines, the vaccines are coming to town. They're like, yeah, man, where do you think you would rank in that? I'm like, believe me, fat podcaster is nowhere near the top of the list. And, and, and quite frankly, we shouldn't be, you should go ahead and I should be, uh, I'm going to look around. I'm going to say, look, as, as, as many comorbidities or whatever the fuck you want to say, I, I genuinely think I should be the last person in America to get the vaccine. I am, I am the most disposable. I am the least necessary person in the United States. And I think you should get everybody else before me, please. I'll wait. And I don't even mind. I mean, I'll just, you know, I'll hang out in my apartment and hopefully everything doesn't go to hell, but call me, call me when it's my turn. That's all I'll say. Go ahead and give the vaccine to everybody, man. I'm reading about this vaccine and they're like, you got approved. It's like, yay. And they're like, but it has to be kept in a sub zero freezer. And then they had to buy sub zero freezers so it can be stored in certain places. And, uh, they're only going to have like 300,000 initial doses and they want to give them to, uh, doctors and nurses and stuff, which completely makes sense. You know, get the, they should be totally first in line. But then you see all these articles where they're like, uh, uh, farm workers want think that they're essential and, and all of these groups. But the one that cracked me up was, uh, <laughs> and, and cause you knew you fucking knew this shit was going to happen. Uh, wall street stepped up and they're making a case saying that because the financial markets are so important to the survival of the United States and the economy that they should be considered essential workers and they should be second in line uh, or, uh, behind uh, healthcare professionals, even from the story I read, even ahead of nursing homes. And the old and the infirm, even ahead of those fucking people, the Wall Streeters think they should show up. And uh, and I, I here's what I say to you. You know what? I, I think this is fine. But here's what I would do. I would make the Wall Streeters then uh, if they want. They, if they, and they, I'm not saying they can't they go ahead and get your you can get your fucking shot. That's totally fine. Hey, Wall Streeters, you want to get a shot? Get a shot. But here's what you got to do. Uh, you know how we vote? in uh, like fucking old folks homes or school gyms or any of that bullshit, right? Okay, well, let's make vaccination centers in the same place. And uh, if the Wall Street guys want to get fucking vaccinated, they have to walk and not run. They have to walk a gauntlet of the family members of all of the elderly people who live in the fucking place where they were going to get vaccinated. And, and I mean, anything fucking goes. These people will be armed with fucking golf clubs and fruit and fucking and, and bats, you know, and, and look, they won't hit you above the shoulders. We'll do that. We'll make that a good rule. Uh, but they'll certainly tenderize you a little bit as you go inside and take fucking medicine out of the fucking arms of their goddamn parents and families after cooping them up and trapping them for so goddamn fucking long. You guys can deal with it. 
And then when you get inside, you got to look the old. Here's the thing. You get injected, you get, you know, the vaccination, but it has to be administered by the elderly people. Not even a doctor. Like there'll be a doctor and a nurse there and they'll supervise. But the fucking blindest motherfucker in the goddamn room gets to stab you in a nipple and give you the fucking shot. That's all you need. That's and you should. Oh, you know what? That's I. I wasn't even thinking about that. Every one of you dudes has to get vaccinated either in the head of your cock or in your nipples. How about that? Wall Street. That's fine. You got to walk naked through a gauntlet of family members of the fucking old people that you're denying the fucking place in line and going ahead and claiming yours necessity bullshit. And when you get inside, after getting tenderized by the people outside with fucking hockey sticks and every other goddamn thing, you got to get inside and the oldest, blindest motherfucker in the world gets to stab you either in the head of your cock or in your nipple. And that's where you get the fucking vaccination. And then you got to walk back out through the goddamn gauntlet. Jesus, fuck the gall, the balls on you motherfuckers to claim that you should be second in fucking line. Are you joking me, man? Look, and again, I don't want to be this dude. You might love Wall Street and you're that person who likes, I don't know, cash. And I like cash, too, because we all need cash. I wish I had a surplus of it in some way. Um, but but at the same fucking time, these these arrogant fucking cocksuckers, the, the, just the, the the thought that they should be able to step to the forefront and do what the fuck they want. You're just like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Um, I, I there should be guillotines. Fuck. You know, what? instead of, you know, guillotine rhymes with vaccine, vaccine, guillotine. Let's do that. Let's give them both. And then they can get to choose one or the other. You So here's the thing. You can choose between the guillotine. And if, by the way, if you go guillotine, you can get help in your clothes. You don't have to walk through a gauntlet. You can just walk in the front and fucking offer up your neck. Uh, or, but if you do the fucking vaccine, then that's it. Gauntlet, nipple, cockhead, blind old guy, shaky. Uh, <laughs> so when people said to me, they're like, you're going to get the vaccine. I'm like, well, I do. I, again, I, sh- I should even throw this in there. Fat, uninsured podcaster. I mean, I, I got I got no chance. I, I'll be lucky there'll be that there'll be anything left. What I might have to do is after, like I said, save me for last. And by the time I'm done, you know, I'm ready. There'll be no vaccine left, but they'll make me like a fucking blood cocktail out of the last few people to get it. So I can go ahead and try to get some of their antibodies. Uh, I won't be like the rich people who get to go in and drink fucking seven dead babies and come out and do a fucking Russian samba dance or whatever the fuck. So everybody, everybody. All these motherfuckers like Chris Christie and Giuliani and fucking Trump and these cunts who all got it. They, they, you know, they're, they're all like Fonzie at the end of the dance contest. They're ready to be fucking carted off. And then someone says, ha ha. So it wasn't a hoax. And they go, not a hoax. Boom. And they jump up. They drink fucking seven dead babies. And they do that fucking weird Russian dance that Henry Winkler did to fucking win the dance contest against Charlene Tilton. Ah, I'm old. So old. At least I've gotten out of the 60s. Now we're in the 70s. Now we're talking about some really important stuff like 70s stuff like Fonzie. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and now I'd like to spend the next hour talking about David L. Lander and the death of Squiggy, um, which, by the way, is my favorite Batman book. Oh, uh, you, you, you thought the death of Robin was compelling. Wait, wait, do you read about the death of Squiggy? Hello. Uh, very rough, rough stuff. All right. Uh, so I'm old. And here's what I and again, look, it's going to be this now because I've been doing this, this is third year 13. All right. There's no fool. I was old when this fucking show started, but now, now it's all, it's just this. We're just waiting for bursitis to catch me. Right. Isn't that going to happen? I told you all those old people diseases. I'm going to get some, I'm going to get like fucking, and it'll be some weird thing. I'll also be, not only will it be a guy who gets like fucking rubella, but then I'm going to get croup or some bullshit, like a baby disease. I don't know. It's just, I, you know, that's going to happen to me again, old fat uninsured. Um, but I, but I was old when this show started and there's a thing that's like, and this, this thing I'm going to tell you about is something you've heard about all throughout, uh, the, the whole time I've been doing this show. 
but I'm going to bring it to you now, as a matter of fact. And I'm, I was just, I, uh, because it, it's, look, it's driving me out of my fucking mind. I don't even know why I'm sharing it with you. I am just because, but it, it's, it's just, it's fucking, uh, I can't hear out of my left ear again. And uh, it's, it's just the standard bullshit. It's just the ear nonsense that happens all the time to me. Uh, but, but there's now a, there's a, there's a fucking, there's a complication. There's a hitchhiker. There's a friend involved because look, usually, uh, it's my left ear and that's the bad ear. It always is fucked up. Uh, and, and, uh, I don't like to put anything in my ear as it looked. Let's recap. Uh, previously on the 40 year old boy, you found out that when I was a kid, I had a perforated eardrum and that was, that was some of the worst fucking weird pain I've ever had in my life. It's like, it it was a constant low level fucking pain from my ear and behind my eyes and in my head. I had a headache and I was nauseous like all the time. And I felt like I couldn't I, like I'd stand up to walk and I'd fucking keel haul all over the goddamn place like a drunk fucking pirate. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do um, because I had no equilibrium. I had no balance. And it lasted for fucking I missed school for three weeks. Uh, it was terrible. I mean, it, it, and so I am terrified now of having anything wrong with my ears or putting anything inside my ear. Uh, and it has led to myriad examples or, or circumstances where I have had to visit a doctor and have them, uh, do doctor shit to my fucking head where, uh, you know, they, they, I had one woman pour cold water. That was a nurse one time. Remember she poured cold water into my ear, super cold. And I got the fucking spins and almost fell off the goddamn gurney. And the doctor came in and he's like, no, warm water. Like you freaked out on her. Uh, and, and, and this is when I had, cause here's the thing. This is when I had good insurance again, when I had good insurance, I'd be like, Oh fuck. I think I sprained my eyebrow and I'd fucking go to the emergency room. I didn't give a fuck cause it's $5. You know what I mean? You walk in and you're like, uh, 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 <laughs> I ate too many Tootsie rolls. I think, uh, whatever the fuck, any complaint I had, I look, I'm not a complete pussy, but I'm just saying I would go, uh, with the ears thing, you know, if, or, or a cut, you know, shit that you normally don't go to the hospital for. Like, um, you know, you know, yeah, I can tell you, I broke my toe once. I didn't even go to the fucking doctor. It was like, cause you, cause I knew, uh, and then eventually I had to go to the doctor and he's like, well, yeah, you broke your little toe, but there's not like nothing you can really do about it here. You know, you can't, but unless you want a whole cast on, you can't. So you just had to hope for it to get better. And I did finally, and it's still a little wobbly sometimes, but who the fuck cares? Anyway, I, uh, I, you know, if I had a deductible, if I had insurance, I would, I would go get these things taken care of by a, by an actual fucking doctor. I, you know, it's funny. I actually have, uh, the last time I went to the doctor when I had insurance so long ago, I actually took a photograph of myself, uh, getting, getting the procedure done. It was like, and I, and I said it to somebody cause they, they were just like, Oh, the ear thing, huh? And I'm like, yep. Uh, and what they would do is they would fucking take forceps or whatever the fuck. And they would put some greasy stuff in my ear and then they would slide a goddamn, a bug cocoon or a fucking Twix bar or whatever the fuck, a fun size Snickers, whatever you had jammed in your head, they would go ahead and fucking scoop it the fuck out. And then they would show it to me. I would go, oh, that's fucking horrifying. And then luckily they would move it away and throw it out. Um, now, I will say this in 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 non-insurance times, what I usually have to do is I have to pour fucking peroxide into my ears and it and it eats away at whatever the fuck is in there. Um, but that takes longer and longer these days. And, and also it's boring as fuck. I won't lie. It, it usually takes like an hour and a half to do one ear. So I'm just laying on the ground because I'm not going to do it on the bed because I don't want to spill any fucking peroxide on the bed. So I do it on the ground with like, a, you know, laying on a giant fucking bath towel and a couple of pillows boosting my head up. And, uh, and then I got to lay there for 90 minutes with nothing, with what, my phone or nothing. I mean, it's just when I had a TV, I used to watch like fucking, I'd, I'd, but I still, I couldn't hear it, which sucked, but I didn't give a fuck. I was just watching people walk around anything to kill the goddamn time. Well, 
I don't have TV anymore. I don't have insurance. So I want to do the thing with my fucking ear and the peroxide, but also I don't want to spend 90 minutes just laying on my fucking side. So in non-insurance times, uh, there has been a, there has been an adjustment. There has been a development that I will share with you. Uh, I don't like putting anything in my ear, as you know, my entire life since that preferred eardrum, I just don't. However, uh, I stopped with Q-tips a billion years ago, like I said, because of the perforated eardrum, but something smaller, I thought maybe I can make this work. So because I don't have insurance and if I don't want to lay 90 minutes on my fucking side with the peroxide, I actually have found, and this is ridiculous, but it's worked. Uh, I have, uh, look, I have the best pens in the world in my house. I like the, uh, the G2, the pilot G2. Do you know what that is? I enjoy the pilot G2. And if you, if you get a pilot G2, it's got a clip on it. You know, a clip that you usually put on your pocket. Here you go. Listen like this, this clip, listen, it's uh, it's whatever it's, it's attached. Uh, but it's, it's, it's smooth plastic. It's nowhere near as big as a Q-tip. Uh, the problem with the Q-tip is it just jams whatever the fuck you've got in your ear even further into your fucking ear. You can't clean it out. So I one day I was in the car and I, I had a, I, I was it was going out of my mind. I was Ubering. This is a couple of years ago. And uh, and I was like, fuck, I got to do something because I couldn't hear it on my left ear. It was driving me nuts talking to passengers, whatever the fuck I just. And also, it's just. It just fucks you up if you're only if you can only hear out of one ear. And if you know this, you're deaf and fucking our buddy blind Scott's got a deaf wife. I'm sure she knows all about it. If you can't fucking hear shit, you're just you just it just distracts you in a way where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? It just changes your whole fucking life. And you just it just and you don't want to do anything. You're just fucking despondent. Um, So I was in the car and I pulled over and I was like, all right, fuck this. I got to do something. And I and I was. uh, I So I found the pen and I snapped off the fucking the, the clip. I was like, this is smooth and it's small. Maybe, maybe I can do something here. And I, and I put it in my ear. And then it, what's funny is I put it in my ear and I heard it. It hit whatever was in the ear. Because because I, I will say this too. The stuff in my ear isn't. Uh, all right. Now brace yourselves, folks. This is going to be disgusting. Uh, it's it's not. Um, it's not soft. Okay. It's 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 uh, it it gets it's like a fucking scab. I mean, it, it gets it's fucking there's, there's, it wedges, it's because look, if it was a bunch of wax that was wedged in my head, that would make sense. But instead, it's more of a, it's more of a crunchy skin, brace yourselves, that forms over, uh, in inside my ear and over the the not on the actual eardrum, but toward the the entrance or whatever the ear canal, whatever the fuck you call it. So I I put this fucking clip in, and what you do is you 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 got a scoop. Yes, this is horrifying. I apologize, but you try to put it in there, and I felt it. I could tap. I could actually tap the thing that was in there, like, and I could hear it in my head. And then I pressed down with the with the smooth part, and then I scooped out and tried to pull. And I was doing it, and I and all of a sudden I felt it loosen, and I was like, whoa, because I I could hear a little bit, and so and I'm not pressing, you know, you're, it's not all the way in my fucking head, but it's in there, and I press down, and then I and I, and I will tell you this, you can't do it very long, and you can't do it very often, because it hurts like a motherfucker. It does. It just it because not you you know that your ear's not used to having being touched by anything, certainly nothing hard plastic. Um, but I, I, I was, I was making progress. And so I pressed down and I started to kind of dig and scoop it out. And I rolled it. It's a rolling motion. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's essentially, all right, let's put it this way. It's like if you were scooping ice cream out of a, out of a tub, 
but instead of having a scoop, you had a flat like surface. And so if you had to press it hard into the ice cream and then slide it off, you know what I mean? You weren't digging into the 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 actual ice cream with the scoop itself. You were using the flat surface and trying to and 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 shimmy shake it out. And uh, and I, I it took me like three minutes, but I was in there digging whatever the fuck. And also I it loosened and also I could hear like it was this rush of like I could absolutely hear in my ear. And I pulled. And then I leaned over and I caught this thing that came out of my head. And, uh, ah, uh, dudes, it, it, uh, I can't even, again, the best way I can describe it to you is it is, it's like skin. It's, it's like a, uh, a crunchy skin. It's like, it, then it forms. I don't even know. It's not even, it's wax, but it, it but it's hard and it's, it's. It, it looks like a Nike swoosh. I mean, it's, it's just because it comes out and it's big. It's got a tail on it. It's like a it's a it's an earwax comet. It's just fucking awful, man. And uh, I dug this out of my head and I put it on the fucking dashboard of my car. And uh, and I picked up a quarter because I had quarters this back in the old days when you had to use money. And I pulled a quarter and I put it next to it. and I took a photo of it just just and I, I was like I was going to post it for everybody to see or post it to social media. Uh, because, because I keep, because whenever I talk about this, I, I want, you know, look, I don't think anybody thinks I'm lying, but it would be nice to share it with people. So they went, Oh Jesus fucking Christ. That's what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even like, Oh man, I totally don't believe that your ears are packed with fucking garbage. You know, nobody's like that, but at the same fucking time, it would be nice to just go, Hey, uh, you know, that stuff I tell you about my ear, I'm not lying. And look at this. And every because then everybody would just vomit. They'd be like, "Holy Jesus Christ! How did fuck did that happen? How did, how did you get a pad of brown butter with a fucking with a tail on it? Ugh. Uh, it just it just looked it was and was and was as big as a quarter, and that was the chunk part. And then it still had like a you know a fucking uh, a flow a bridal veil. I don't know. It was just a flowing thing in the back that just looked like skin. It was so fucking horrifying, but I was so relieved to tug it out of my head that I said, you know what? I got to photograph this thing for fucking posterity. Um, and I didn't publish. I was going to put it on Twitter or Facebook and just go, look, this is what I'm talking about, but I didn't, I spared you guys this. Uh, but I did send it. I texted it to like two people and they were just like, Oh my fucking God. And I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. See, I, I just, I just, because I just want, I, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not going for people to go, oh, poor Mike. I just want people to go, oh, Jesus, you're dealing with that. Yes, yes, I am. This is the thing I'm dealing with. This thing right here, this fucking, this this ridiculous fucking two and a half inch fucking thing that I just pulled out of my goddamn head. That's what it is. Uh, so, so I didn't, I didn't save it, uh, the photo. I did for a while and I kept, I would see it and I'd be like, hmm, I wonder if you post this. Uh, and then I didn't, thankfully, because I'm smart. Uh, but I did at that day, I realized that the pen cap or the pen clip could be used because it was smooth plastic. It wasn't pointy. It wasn't sharp and it wasn't going deep into my ear. Um, and so I've used them on occasion. I don't do it often because I don't like to. Uh, and I've, and it's turned out where I haven't had a real issue with it. So, um, you know, once every like four months or whatever, I might have to do it and just, and just take a shot at it. And then a listener to the show who was watching on my Twitch stream sent me a gift. Our, our lovely Tanya from Canada uh, was looking out for me and she sent me this, these, uh, these weird Canadian tools. One end is a spoon and one end is, uh, is like the, the, the thing you put in honey and you use it to drip on whatever the fuck uh, it's just ridged. 
And supposedly that plunges into the wax, the ridged thing, and then it scoops a thing out and pulls it out. So it's it's instead of uh, having to press down with the flat end, this ridged thing would go in and the ridges would supposedly clamp in and do the work. I guess it's like one of those cop killer bullets. You know what I mean? Where it just breaks apart and there's a, the jacket shreds and there's a bunch of shrapnel in a guy. Well, this fucking thing is like got ridges, so it pops in and it's supposed to pull stuff out. And uh, and and she was very nice to think of me, and I used it once. And, uh, and it hurt like a motherfucker because it's really hard plastic. There's edges on the spoon. There's edges on the fucking... I just... I can't put anything in my ear. It hurts the ear canal itself. Uh, I'm a pen clip guy. That's it. That's the only thing I can use, I think. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a position now where I haven't been able to hear for like three days out of my left ear. Uh, a little longer, maybe earlier in the week. And the pen clip isn't, isn't doing it because it's too, it's too, now this is in deep into my ear. This is way deep, like where, uh, uh, it's, it's back where the eardrum is. And so I can't snag anything and it's just there. And so now I just, I wind up popping my ears fucking 40 times a day. Like I'm on a plane where you just hold your nose and, and, and push out, you know what I mean? To pop your ears and it's not doing anything. It's not fixing it. It's, I mean, it pops it for a second, but then inevitably it goes back where I can't hear out of my ear. And so I have to keep popping my goddamn ears. It's ridiculous. But here's the worst part complicating this entire thing. Now this is my left ear. Okay. And we've talked about this for ad nauseum, but uh, there's, there's a complicated issue now. There's something else that's going on that I didn't anticipate, something I never saw happening, something I, I certainly might have thought in passing, but then I went, well, that will never happen because that just seems ridiculous. Um, my right ear <laughs> has, has decided to enter the fray. My right ear, jealous all of all the attention that my left ear has been getting, went ta-da and decided that they... Uh, we're going to involve themselves in in this uh, fray, this miasma, this what this this Donny Brook, this rowdy down, this rangamadang, whatever you want to call it. I'm having with my left ear. My right ear is like, oh, don't forget about us. You can't forget about Dre. You can't forget about right ear. And uh, here's what's weird about it. It's not. I mean, I can hear out of my right ear. Okay, but it's pretty clear that there's an issue. There's stuff in there that needs to come out or whatever the fuck I got to do. And but but here's the worst part. Like uh, I can hear fine if people are talking or whatever. But if I listen to music or if I watch a movie or if I'm anything at all, (laughs) uh, I can hear it in my ear. But also there's like a little ghost voice that echoes it in my ear. It's like there's an echo inside my right ear. So I can hear what's going on, but then also there's this tiny little, and I know what it is. It's the sound waves bouncing off of whatever fucking wax is in there, and my eardrum is picking up the regular sound, but also it's picking up whatever the fuck is bouncing off the goddamn obstruction that I've got in there. And so it's hearing, it's it's every movie sounds like there's also a mouse that is narrating the film with this really high pitched fucking chipmunk voice. It's like I'm hearing a regular movie, but then also there's a guy on helium who's also narrating the film and playing every role. It's the weirdest fucking thing, man. And uh, you know what it's like? Uh, it's it's you know the Zeppelin song where he goes uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, where he's like woman. And woman, you, you need me. That's, you know, that song. Uh, and there's that little delay in the Zeppelin song. Uh, it's a whole lot of love, right? I think it is. Not, I know. 
Well, that's what I got in my right ear. I got I got a little fucking earwax Robert Plant, and he's fucking singing everything. And it, it's it's just this tiny bit of a delay, so it's just a little bit off, but I can fucking hear it. Like right now, I'm doing it now. I, I'm talking to you, and I can hear my voice, and I can hear my voice in my head, but also I can hear it pinging off my goddamn ear. So now there's a fucking little earwax Mike Schmidt in there who's doing another fucking podcast. And I look, he's hilarious. I'm not going to argue with him. He's absolutely getting the job done. He's so funny. Um, but I got to get him the fuck out of my head. Because the left ear, I can't hear a fucking thing. And in the right ear, I got I got a fucking bonus goddamn helium chipmunk soundtrack that's happening. I got earwax Robert Plant in there, and he's going off. And I got to get him the fuck out of my head. So I... Uh I, I'm I'm at a loss. Like, cause I look, I tried again. I tried the pen clip in the left ear. I'm not gonna put it in the right ear because I don't know what the fuck is going on in there. And also, there I will tell you this: this has happened to me before too. And I've, I think I've talked about this on the show. Uh, you can um, go to get something out and scoop it out and then move it in into a, the wrong place, and then it covers your eardrum and you can't hear a fucking thing, and then you can't fish it out. That's the thing: is you can't push it deeply deep into your ear. And even if you try to move it over, if you move it, it just shifts and it zigs when it should have fucking zagged. And then all of a sudden, fucking earwax Robert Plant gets crushed, and he's not even being able to be heard at that fucking point. So I don't put anything in my right ear because I, I that because you know why? Because I can hear out of my right ear, and I'm desperate to not lose that. That's my conduit. That's my fucking connection to society and the world, right? now the left ear is all fucked but the right ear jesus i can't lose that too so i guess this week i'm gonna have to do the fucking peroxide thing i don't know i there's no resolution to this i'm just sharing it with you because i can't fucking hear and it's driving me goddamn batshit like i i just imagine again imagine not being able to hear out of one ear and in the other ear you get two voices it's in one of them's a helium voice it's the fucking strangest thing and i know look some of you are probably thinking to yourselves right now, Mike, um, you're fucking haunted. Like, I mean, this isn't even like a, a real thing. There's no medical condition. You're not really getting a second voice. I'm telling you I am. And you're like, yeah, but that's fucking, that's just a ghost in the machine. Like, you're all fucked up at this point, man. You're hearing fucking ghosts and bullshit and craziness, and you're just imagining stuff at this point. And I can tell you clearly right now, I am not imagining anything. It is happening. He's in there right now. He's doing this podcast. Again, as I can tell you, he's very funny. Uh, he's just all fucking heliumed out, and he's about fucking beat behind me, which is not fun for anybody. I'll tell you that right the fuck now. Um... But I don't know. I, I just I guess I got into the peroxide thing. I was hoping to fucking fight it off. And it's not it's just not getting fought off. So I'm going to have to pour shit in my head because I'm old. I'm the oldest man alive. See, this is the kind of shit Morrison would have had to go through. Jim Morrison gets old. He's got a fucking he's got a, and he'd have an earwax Jim Morrison in his fucking head trying to fucking belt it out. Jesus Christ, that would be fun for anybody. Oh, God damn it. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm I'm so I'm like, look, we're all home. We're all alone. We're all doing this bullshit. And and trying to fucking survive in the face of the vaccine and every other goddamn thing. All I want is fucking and like what you like. Again, like I said, like what you like with fucking with, with going through quarantine and trying to figure out what to watch and listen to and all this kind of shit. I just there was an announcement this week and you know me. All right. They announced like 15 new Star Wars shows. And I, I just I don't. I guess there's a bunch of stories to tell that I don't know about from fucking Star Wars. I guess there's there's a there's a, there's a Jar Jar Binks tale that I haven't heard. I don't fucking know. But then it's always like some weird thing. It's like Vader babies or some bullshit where it's like they they they're bringing this dude back and then this dude's this dude's a kid now and I don't and and look, it's it all sounded it's all fucking Greek to me. I don't care. I the, the Star Wars shit, the Mandalorian, none of this. It doesn't mean anything to me. But if you like it, like it. It was funny like. 
I heard it and I rolled my eyes and I was going to make fun of it and stuff. And then I went, why are you making fun of this shit? There's so many people in the fucking world. Because maybe, you know, again, maybe I'm wrong. I'm clearly the one who's wrong. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm the one who doesn't have the patience for it. I'm the one who doesn't want to fucking hear it or watch it. I mean, I like the movies. I don't mind the movies. It's just I don't need to see every goddamn offshoot. But again, like what you like. Like I said, I was all prepared to fucking kneecap it and make a bunch of fucking fun of it. But at the same time, man, there's shit that I like. And I was like, look, dude, you mean to tell me if they didn't, if they made, if they told Tarantino they're going to make like Reservoir Pups, like you don't think I'd be the first guy to fucking tune in and watch that goddamn thing? Of course I would. Fucking that or Inglorious Baby Bastards or fucking Jackie Brown Jr. Anything, Kill Billy, fucking any of that dumb shit. You know, I'd tune in and watch that immediately and everybody would fucking tear it apart and I'd be like, what, man? I'm, I think it's nice. You because know, again... Like what you like. Don't let anybody tell you not to like things. Don't let anybody tell you that this is stupid or this is bad or whatever. I'd say, because this is, especially now it's the end of the year. Everybody's putting out their best of lists, best movie they saw, or their best fucking songs or their best albums. And you look and you're like, oh man, that's awful. And your taste is in your ass. But at the same time, they didn't invite you over during a pandemic to watch the fucking terrible movies that they like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I love the fact, by the way, I'm like, like what you like, but I'm still calling whatever you like terrible. Not whatever you like, but whatever you see something and somebody likes something that's really bad uh, and you just think to yourself, oh, that's just that's just fucking atrocious. But 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 you can't scold them. You can't call them on the carpet for it, because, again, as I've, I've said so many fucking times, this this world is a, is a goddamn wood chipper and who cares Whatever you need to get through it. And I don't give a fuck if that's drugs or or fucking if you need booze or gigantic chocolate bars or huge tubs of chocolate covered fruit (laughs) or noodles or whatever the fuck you need to make your way into the next fucking day, then then do it. And if that means 15 fucking Star Wars shows and one where Princess Princess Leia has a fucking cooking show or Jabba the Hutt's on a goddamn treadmill, then go ahead. Who gives a fuck? Really? I just I don't care. I want you to be happy. I want I want you to do the things you need to do to get through this fucking pandemic. So at the end of it, and I'll tell you when the pandemic's over, then I'll make fun of your bullshit. I don't care, and I'll still say like what you like, but I'll even make fun of it even more. I I, I won't put a spotlight on you, I guess, or I won't think that you're a bad person. I don't think you're a bad person for liking Star Wars. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't know, man. Find what you need to get you through. That's all that matters. I I. You know, I find myself again, I have no real contact with anybody. I was doing the the uh, Mondays at Pat's house. We were watching movies, but then we would watch them outside. And now that it's cold, you know, clearly we can't do that out in his yard. Um, so that that ended. And, uh, you know, I see my neighbors occasionally. But I don't talk to anybody. I don't do anything. But, I, you know, I and I, you know, I've considered like. My buddy Dennis called me up and he's like, hey, man, I might come out there again for the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I'm all right. Do you read the news by any chance? Do you know what's happening? And he does. But it's just he he uh, I don't you know, he's got insurance and he's rich. So, I mean, you know, that that's your life's different at that point, I guess. Uh, And I'd love to have him out here. But also part of me was like, dude, I was actually considering coming out by you for a couple of months, like maybe staying in Denver in your giant house. That would be pretty cool. And we could avoid everything and everybody together. Um, But I didn't advance that theory. I was like, yeah, man, if you want to come out here and stay in my one bedroom apartment right on top of one another as we breathe in each other's faces and dare each other to get fucking sick. Literally just I'll be Christopher Walken and you'll be Robert De Niro and we'll get a fucking gun and spin it around and breathe in each other's face. Well, we'll hire some Asian guy to come and slap us in the face. And say, Tung Sung Mao. 
because that's just fucking Russian roulette waiting to happen. You get off a plane and come right to my one bedroom apartment, but I, I guess that's fine. Um, but I'm at that point where I'm like, well, fuck it. I don't, you know, I just want to see a friend. I want to hang out. I want to do stuff with people that I like. I want to do stuff with people I don't like. I don't give a fuck. If I hate you, show up at my house. We'll have a fucking sub sandwich or something. Let's do it. I, I, I find myself, uh, you know, I, I will. T- oh, I'll tell you this fucking. My apartment empties out now. It's like people live here for, it seems like three months and then they disappear. They bail. And, uh, and I don't even know if I even told you this story. Um, I might've, and if I did stop me, but again, I'm an old person who doesn't remember things. And also my ears all stopped up. So I'm sure my ideas are all stuck inside my left ear, but I'm going to drop this on you now. If I've told you this, I apologize. Um, I, I had a sink thing here at my apartment, like my fucking bathroom sink was clogged or whatever the fuck. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't like clogged where there was standing water. It just drained a long time. Like it would take, you know, like 40 seconds for the sink to drain or 30 seconds or whatever the fuck. I didn't put a stopwatch on it. Jesus Christ. Quit busting my balls about the time. Uh, but it's funny. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you about it, but I don't want it to sound like I have a disgusting fetid water pool in my goddamn bathroom. No, it's just that it would drain slowly. Uh, so then I actually finally took a plunger and I started to do that. And then it, then it did. It's it, I, I loosened something in the pipe. I used the plunger in my sink and, uh, and then I had some standing water, but then it drained over the course of five minutes. And I'm like, all right, something's up. So I contacted my, my manager here in the building and I said, Hey, uh, I, you know, whenever the plumber's around, you got to send them over because of this. And she said, well, what, what's wrong with the sink? And I said, I don't know. It's a clog or something. So if he can just go. And she goes, well, I just, uh, I just have to tell you that if it's, if it's hair, she goes, do you have a sink strainer? I said, I don't, I don't know. I have what they gave me, whatever the, whatever the fuck the sink is for the apartment. She goes, oh, okay. So if you don't have a sink strainer on the drain and it's a hair clog, then you're responsible for paying the plumbing bills. And, uh, that I got that text in my head. I went, no, I'm not. I'm absolutely not. And I, whenever I get these things, it's so funny. Whenever I, they tell me, Hey, you're going to have to pay for that. Or you got to do this. Like when I had to get a new rug or pay for the fucking paint, I always try to think of the way I'm going to take it out on them. Like, how am I going to, like, if I throw a cinder block in the washing machine, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to make them pay for trying to make me pay for a fucking clog when it's not even my fucking apartment. And again, I've lived here 23 years. Um, I've never asked them about the bathroom sink, the, the, the tub I have, they've had to come in and do that, but that's maybe once every two years. You know what I mean? It's, it's never, I, I, and it's not my fucking house. I don't own this fucking joint. I don't know. I, and cause I will say this, like I, um, I've called them before in the past for the thing. And she's like, Oh, you got to pour Drano down the, the, the drain, that max Drano. And, uh, before they were like, don't do that because it hurts the pipes. But then they said, I had to do that. And I don't look, I don't keep track of this bullshit. I, I live in an apartment, so come fix it. That's the bottom fucking line. So I texted her and I go, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a clog. It's just general sink stuff. And in 23 years, I've never asked you guys to look at the bathroom sink. And she said, well, let me see what's going on here. I'll try to figure out. I go, well, is Christine going to be here? And she went, because <laughs> I told you Christine and Mario own the building. These are these two people. Um, so I said, was Christine going to be here? Do I need to talk to her about it? And about five minutes later, I get a text and she said, Christine passed away. 
Now, if you recall, the same thing happened with, with the other guy who owned the building, Mario. He used to be sitting at the pool and hanging out, whatever, and then I just never saw him. And then I was talking about him to my neighbor. I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, when is Mario going to be here? And he's like, Mario died. So now Mario and Christine are both dead. So her daughter, I guess, probably owns the building. But that's what my manager said. She said, hey, look, I don't know what the new people, what their rules are. So that's why I got to figure out. I'll bring the lease over and we'll see if you're responsible for the club. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm not going to put on a jeweler's loop and bust through my fucking lease. It's been 23 years. Good luck. Um, and I said, all right, we'll just send them over because I need it done. So she uh, she sent them over. And a dude came over like, you know, it's like five days later and I, I let him in and he fixed the sink and I go, Hey, what was it? He goes, Oh, I don't know. Just a clog. I go, okay, cool. So nothing else. He goes, nah, don't worry about it. And he fucking left. So again, that thing where I get all fucking wound up for nothing means nothing. Um, but now, like I said, the daughter owns the building. So I don't know if rules are changing. And cause the last thing I need, look, I, cause if I'm the daughter, especially in the middle of a pandemic, I sell this fucking lot. I don't fuck around. I mean, you could probably get fucking $5 million for the lot. And if, if somebody wanted to raise the apartment building, then they could and build new stuff. I mean, whatever the fuck they wanted to do, but I'm sure she doesn't want to fucking manage it. Uh, and by the way, I say 5 million, it could be 2 million. Who fucking cares? I know there's going to be six zeros in the goddamn thing. Uh, but I, so, but now I'm sweating it because is some consortium going to take it over and are they going to bump rents? And I, I don't know. I never know. And, and this is what happens when you're 53 and, and, and you live in an ant farm and you never fucking looked more than a week in the fucking future. So there's new people moving in all the time. They'll be here for like a month and I'll finally see them and I'll wave. And then two months later, I'll see them packing a truck. And this happened around uh, Thanksgiving. There was uh, a guy who walked past my 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 door with a dog on a leash, and uh, he wasn't exactly hiding it. Now I think I've told you guys over and over that you know I mean I dude I would fucking love to have a dog. Uh, and I and so then in my brain I started going to overtime here and I'm like wait a minute all right. New owner, uh, Mario and Christine gone. Is is our dogs a thing now? Like, can we have dogs? And so then in my head, I started to go, all right. Because, I mean, because dudes, I, again, it's the, uh, I I can't see people. I can't go visit anybody. Nobody can come visit me or whatever. But, oh, my God, a dog? To just have him as a little pal and have him just sit on my shoulder all day like a goddamn parrot and I just feed him hunks of fucking sausage? Oh, my Christ, would it be great just travel the fucking world with do and have adventures with a goddamn dog or even better hide in the apartment with him the whole goddamn time, take him out for walks and whatever the fuck. But also at the same time, he and I just sit here, watch TV together and fucking eat. Oh, dude, that'd be fucking great. So, uh, so the dude walked by with the dog and I didn't get to talk to him. I was like, well, well, all right, that's, but I, and also it was, it was Thanksgiving. So then my brain was kind of spinning and I'm like, all right, wait a minute. This could be people kind of in from out of town staying with a friend. I don't know. Cause look, we've had people, there have been people who visited with a dog before even fucking Lou. Like he's, he's got a, a friend and she brings a dog over sometimes. You're not supposed to, it's just that thing. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I was, I want to know if I can have a goddamn dog. So, uh, two days later I heard barking at the pool. And, uh, and I was working, so I couldn't, I couldn't go out there I was on the stream, 
but I heard barking at the pool and I, I, and, and you could hear these little kids running around playing and, and we don't have kids here either. Like, I mean, I don't have kids. We don't have dogs. None of that shit. So I, then I'm like, all right, well, somebody's absolutely visiting. This has got to be some out of towners or something. So, uh, by the time I finished the stream, everybody was gone. There was nobody else out at the pool eating dinner. The, everybody was gone. So later that night, I heard kids out in the carport and this was late, like 10 o'clock at night. So I went out there and I walk outside and the kids are running around. They're playing like soccer with a little ball. It's two girls. And, uh, and there was a man out there and he had a gator on. So he had it up over, up over his nose. And I said, Hey, and he goes, hi. And I, uh, I said, do you guys have a dog? And he goes, what? A dog? And I go, yeah, is it, do you, do you have a dog? Like, cause earlier today I heard a dog and I know the, the girls were playing with him and he goes, no, man, we don't have a dog. And the girls, of course, they're just staring at me cause they're like, who's this weirdo? And also I didn't have a mask on. So that was fucking weird probably as well. Um, and, and so I went, all right, so no, all right. So you didn't have a dog. And he says, no. And I said, okay, cool. Uh, nice to meet you. My name's Mike. And I walked off. And then I got in my apartment in my head. I went, all right, well, you know what? Of course, they're not going to tell you they have a fucking dog because you look like this old fucking ridiculous grandfather snitch who came out of his apartment who's looking to tell the managers about it. And so they're not going to cop to it at this point. So I felt stupid then. So now I wanted to go back out and say to him, hey, uh, you know, I'm not a fucking narc. I just want to know if you have a dog because I want to have a dog. But then in my head, I go, you're just going to make it worse. Don't go bother anybody. Don't go talk to anyone. All right. You took your one shot in the dark and also. Their car, they had a big like uh, uh, Escalade, Escalade, whatever the fuck. Uh, it was parked in the back, but not in a carport spot. So they were visiting somebody, obviously, because we've done that before. If I have people to come over, I'll let them in and they park in that spot. So it was just they were visiting. So then in my head, I'm like, all right, clearly it's kids and a dog. They came to visit for the holiday, whatever the fuck. But in my head, I'm also like, well, wait a minute. Two days ago, the dog was here. Now they're here playing. Maybe they're staying for the I don't even know. Fuck. So I let it go. About a week later, I'm in the shower, get out, uh, wrapped in a towel, swaddling clothes, if you will, wrapped in a baby's bunting, uh, all clean and scrubby dubby, soft as a, as a baby's ass. Uh, <laughs> I go in my bedroom, throw some boxer briefs on, and uh, I, I hear barking out by the pool. And nothing big, just like a couple like... Rawr, rawr. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude. So I run out of my bedroom and I look and, and out there, cause outside of my, outside my door, there's uh, foliage plants. And I see this, I see the dog I saw on the leash and he's, uh, I, I don't know what kind he is. He's like a fat chihuahua. Does that make sense? He's tall. He's small. He's exactly what I would want. Other than if it's not a Boston Terrier, I, this is exactly, I want a tiny little dog who doesn't have like, he's not all fluffy. Um, and he just, like I said, he looks like he could just fucking hang out with you and be your pal. Just climb up on your fucking shoulder. And I just occasionally reach up and he didn't feed him some of my hamburger. Dude, that would be the fucking coolest. So I see him out there and I'm like, Oh dude. And now I want to get a picture of him so I can send it to beach. Cause I had told beach that there was a dog and I couldn't find it. So I run over and I get my phone and, uh, and I, I want to take the picture through the door, but my screen door has this very ornate, kind of metal, uh, in a pattern. So it doesn't look, and he's in, he's still in the foliage and he doesn't see me, but I take that. I'm like, Oh man, I, but I don't want to open the door. And at that point he sees me and he comes walking right up to my door 
and I and I've got the door, you know, and it's closed, but I've got my phone and I I've set up the the thing and I notice now there's another dog there as well and he's also in the foliage in the plants. And I'm like, dude, fucking two dogs. This is the fucking score of the century. So uh, I, I'd get my camera, and I'm like I said, I'm all flustered, you know, because he's now he's coming up to my door, and I don't I don't want him to to leave. I don't want to scare him. So I'm I'm trying to move slowly, but I've got my phone in my hand, and I'm trying to get my camera open, and uh, and set it up to where I can take an action. I was gonna film him at first and talk to him, but then I'm like, fuck this, just get a picture. So uh, I unlock my door, my 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 screen door, and I open it up. And he, he walks right up to me and I reach out and I go, Hey, Hey buddy. And I pet him on the head and, uh, I, he starts to kind of walk in my house. Like he, he goes to put him and I go, Oh no, 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 don't, don't go in my house. So I walk outside, you know, to kind of make sure he doesn't come in. Cause I don't want to, cause that's just weird. Now, now seeing him is one thing. Uh, but, but if I, if I fucking let him in the house, then first of all, he's never going to leave because I'm going to keep him forever. So instead I go, Oh no, no. And I kind of shoo him outside and I walk outside with him and I still haven't been able to get a picture of him. And then his little friend is over there also in the little plants. And then I hear, no, no, don't, don't. Uh, and a guy comes running up and he, he didn't see me. All he saw was the dog, I guess, going up to my door and he runs up and he looks at me and he's just like, I mean, he's terrified. I'm not going to lie to you. He's so fucking spooked by me. He like, he's like, gets wide eyed. Uh, and I, and I immediately, I got to defuse the situation. Cause I think obviously, uh, he knows I'm going to snitch on him at this point or whatever the fuck is. You're not supposed to have dogs in the goddamn building. And now he's got two dogs, which is crazy. Uh, so I said, Hey, what's happening? He goes, Oh, hi. And I, I said, Oh, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm sorry. He tried to come in my house. He goes, Oh no, I'm so sorry. You know, I'll take them away. I'll take them in. And I go, Hey, these are, this, so these are your dogs. And he says, yeah. And I said, oh, so we can have dogs now? And he gives me the side eye. And I, I should tell you, he's, again, he's staring at me like I'm fucking, you know, I, I, a detective who's trying to get facts or something. He's just gun shy and he's kind of side eyeing me. And I said, so we can have dogs now? And I don't know if I said it wrong, but he just goes, oh, uh, therapy dogs. And I went, oh, dude. I said, I completely forgot. And he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, uh, they're therapy dogs. So then I, you know, you can, I go, yeah, of course it's, it's state law. You have to be able to have them. That's great. Um, I said, Hey, can I, is there a way I can take a picture of, of your dog? And he goes, Oh yeah, that's fine. And I said, my name's Mike, by the way, I, I live in here. He tells me his name and I, all right, let me take, I'll take a picture real fast. I'm so sorry. And, uh, and I take a picture of the dog and then I take another picture of the dog. And then I take another picture of the other little dog. And he's like, come on, guys, let's go. And you know, he can't get them away from me fast enough. And I'm, uh, you know, because, again, I look like a fucking weirdo out there going, hey, what's with your dogs? I mean, these are your dogs and ask him for facts. Guys know the fuck I am. So he gets the dogs and uh, he goes, all right, nice. To, I go, nice to meet you, man. All right, take care. And he, he splits. And, uh, and I'm looking at the phone and I'm looking at the picture of the dogs. And uh, I've got and I got. Oh, it was awesome. His dog is just fucking he's just super cute. Uh, his little buddy wouldn't turn around. So it's just like a picture of a dog butt. But that's fine. Uh, and the guy leaves, he takes the dogs. I'm looking through the phone and I'm like, all right, I got to send this photo to beach. And, uh, then it dawns on me that I'm wearing nothing but boxer briefs. 
I ran outside. I grabbed, I guess I ran out of my bedroom. I grabbed the phone to take pictures and I was by the screen door, but then I walked outside to keep him from coming in. And then I tried to picture. And then this guy walks up and I'm just having a conversation with this fucking guy. I'm, I'm, Hey man, are these your dogs? What's going on? And he's staring at me the whole fucking time. And I think he thinks that I'm trying to get dog information when in reality, He's just staring at me and going, Jesus fucking Christ, put a shirt on you monster. Cause I'll be honest with you. Quarantine has not done me any favors. I should never be shirtless. I, I, as, like I said, I should be the last guy who ever gets the vaccine. I should be the first guy to be thrown in jail for what he's done to himself during fucking quarantine. And I'm out there not even joking completely. I'm basically naked. I'm wearing boxer briefs. And then there's just me spilling out all over the goddamn courtyard. And, th- and this is what happens when you get old. You don't think about it. You just go, oh, yeah, what the fuck? I'll just go outside and talk to the dog. I wasn't even thinking. I was trying to just get a picture of the dog. And what do I get to hide from anybody? What the fuck do I care? That was a crazy noise that just came out of my goddamn computer. Holy fuck. And I'm not retaking. I'm not. Enjoy that. Enjoy that fucking noise. That's it. You know what that was? I just had an idea. I was like, hey, you know what? Here's what I'll do. <laughs> Ring. Motherfucker, what an amateur night piece of shit that was to have a siren go off in the middle of the fucking final anecdote of the goddamn show. I'm furious. I'm standing outside with my phone, boxer briefs, and when you're old, you don't even think about it. You don't care. I don't give a fuck. What do I got to hide from anybody? It's like I used to worry about going to the pool or any of that stuff, and now I just... I'm me and that's that. And, and look, do I love that? No, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to go, man, this is who I am. And I can't even worry about it. If you got to go outside and get a picture of a fucking dog and your fucking balls are swinging. Sometimes you got to go out and get a picture of a dog when your goddamn balls are swinging. And, uh, and I thought to myself, man, therapy dog, what a racket. So, uh, so if I sound a little extra crazy over the next few episodes of this show, maybe even over the next couple months. It's not an accident. It's just me laying the groundwork for my inevitable therapy dog purchase. Because I tell you what, I don't mind being the last person in the United States to get a goddamn injection of that vaccine. But if you're going to put 328 million people in line ahead of me, I'm going to have to have a little buddy on my shoulder to help me ride it out. You guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You guys can be my friend at Facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can follow me at Instagram and Snapchat and uh, TikTok at Mike40YOB. What's that? Yes, it's true. Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok at Mike40YOB. Why wouldn't you follow me there? You should. You're my favorite friends, and we're all pals. And eventually, when I'm fucking deaf in both ears and I just got a dog leading me the fuck around, you guys can come and help me out. Why not? Why wouldn't you do that for me? Uh, so, again, like I said, Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, Mike40YOB. Follow me at all of those places. I would certainly appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank Ryan Dirks for helping me out with the web stuff. I want to thank KC for helping me out with the YouTube stuff. And, of course, David Max Hernandez is our cool guy friend. He's uh, He does a lot of the music for this show. And by a lot of, I mean all of. 
does the music for this show does the artwork for this show uh you know you can see the artwork on his website well not even his website let's go to facebook.com slash david mex hernandez first go through all of his photos check out all the stuff he's done for this show he's done for the Westside 86 jokers page which is my fan club page you can see all of the stuff that he has done it's all there accumulating and waiting for you at facebook.com slash david mex hernandez and you can see the characters he's created and the thing he's done for his closed group this is dumb that's dumb you're dumb i'm dumb also on facebook also waiting for you to join it. You can join that. You can join my fan club. You can do all of these things on Facebook before they shut Facebook down. That is uh, with the coming civil war. I'm sure they'll shut down all these, these lines of communication. Uh, but before that happens, go ahead and join us at the West side 86 Joker. So you'll know where to reconnoiter when we get our compound, go and get her and, uh, and go ahead and join. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I dumb. So you can go ahead and make fun of all the people who are fighting that civil war. You can just kick back and wherever you're living. Like I said, if you want to join our compound, whatever you want to do, it's available to you. Go to Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Check out all the artwork that he's done for this show. The all the artwork he's done for his closed group, all the artwork he's done for friends and family and anybody else who's willing to come up with a greenback to pay him. Uh, and not only is he an, a tremendous artist and a wonderful musician, you know, the man's got a podcast. What? He certainly does. The man's got a podcast right now. It's available in the iTunes uh, store, the Apple podcast space. It's available wherever you're going to go ahead and find episodes. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic show. It's called the Flemcat podcast. That's two words. P-H-L-E-G-M-C-A-T. The Flemcat podcast. You should go check it out. Right now, right now, this second, I'll wait. Will I wait? I don't know if I'll really wait. I'm going to be honest. With you. I'm going to, you know what? You go check it out. I'm going to press on a little bit here. Um, but yeah, I wanted, I want you to go check it out, please. Uh, this week's episode is called You Can't Wrap a Mouse. Uh, Max will tell you about his arch nemesis. He, uh, he winds up getting censored. It's, it's an amazing show. One you will love, one you will take to heart, one you will absolutely listen to. And one... You should put in your life every single time it comes out. I think it comes out on Wednesdays, Wednesday morning. Uh, it's available right now for you to go ahead and download. It is called the Flemcat Podcast. Available now where you can get your finer podcasts. It's there waiting for you to go ahead and get. And uh, and why not download it? I would if I was you. I'm not you. If I was you, I'd be listening to the show and thinking, God damn, this is a funny-ass show. But instead, I'm you thinking to myself, oh, man, I better go download Mex's show because that's also a funny goddamn show. Look at this double barrel of funny I'm shooting in your goddamn face. God damn, I'm letting you guys have it. I'm throwing I'm throwing fucking funny ropes all over you like goddamn Peter North. Let's fucking get with the program, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you want more artwork from David, you know you can hire him to do a Facebook caricature. You know you can hire him to do a painting for you. He works in watercolors. He works in oils. He works in mysterious ways. All of those things are available to you. You can hire him. Like I said, contact him at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez or... Get this. You can go to his website and look at some of the other artwork that he's done in the past and decide whether that's something you'd be interested in. Why not? Go check it out today. Uh, like I said, Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez or go to his website, artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com. That's $10,000, Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as a cactus, you're as charming as a meal, Mr. Schmidt. 
bad banana with a greasy black assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable mangled up and tangled up knots sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce I forgot to tell you well something i'm going to tell you now uh you know it's christmas as indicated by all of the uh uh certainly by the the intro song you heard the linus and lucy song uh and usually we have the the christmas drops every year while this this year you can hear those over on david's show uh remember i was talking about that show on the other side the phlegm cat podcast uh he's he's going to be playing a ton of the uh the christmas stuff over there so that's another reason to download his show and give it a day in goddamn court uh, because the, uh, the Christmas stuff that you, you would be hearing here, you'll be hearing there here from here to there. I say it here. It comes out there. That's what Albert Brooks said in broadcast news. Uh, so that's, uh, that's another reason to check that out. And, and while you're checking out podcasts, get this ladies and gentlemen, 
me flap this paper in your face uh, and tell you about the Paranoid Strain podcast. They sponsor this show. They're cool guys. Uh, and by guys, I mean one person and, and Dana. Uh, I haven't met Dana yet, but I will. Oh, and when I do, it's going to be Tex Avery Wolf time. I'm just going to hit myself on the head with a shoe and then woo in her face. And then she's going to run back to her country, wherever she's from. But that's okay. She doesn't mind that sort of thing, probably. Um, I'm sure Jesuit will keep me on a leash and he won't let me. I'll just have to look at her through glass. That's what it'll be. Ooh, ah, a journalist in action. Uh, the Paranoid Strain podcast is available now in the iTunes store or the Apple podcast space or anywhere you find amazing podcasts. Uh, and the latest edition. Well, first of all, there's a bonus episode telling you some bonus stuff. You can go listen to that and you'll find out. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but go listen to the bonus episode and hear bonus stuff. And then the other one just before that, the, the last uh, actual full episode of the show they put out was number six in the multi-part show arc. Uh, which again, I will continue to tell you over and goddamn over. Listen to that pen. Uh, it's the show about Ronald Reagan. You can check it out now. It's, uh, you'll hear all about, uh, well, first of all, you'll get to hear from Rick Perlstein, who everybody loves talking about Reagan world uh, or Reagan land. I should say he's back. It's excited to have him. Uh, you'll hear all sorts of cool ass things about Reagan when he was a dick and the bad things that he did. And, uh, you'll hear him stealing the presidency from Jimmy Carter just by going, well, there you go again. And everybody goes, oh, ho, ho, let's put that doddering fool in the office. And then Jimmy Carter said, that's fine. I'm going to build 10,000 houses. Uh, so who's the real winner there? Who's the real winner there? Reagan, who loses his memory and then has to go uh, and serve the final part of his term drooling on himself or Jimmy Carter, a man with calloused hands and, and a giant heart. Who do you favor? Well, I'll tell you what, once you listen to the paranoid strain, tell you about all about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I just, I just popped the pen off the, the table. Watch did it again. Nope. Now I did it. Uh, then you'll definitely think that Jimmy Carter is the man that you should follow and follow. I don't know if you want to follow him, follow him in a battle. What if that, what if Jimmy Carter goes ahead and straps on a uniform for the coming civil war? Would you follow Carter? You follow Reagan? Oh, does the ghostly visage of Reagan rise from the grave? Let's dig up his skull, too. If we're digging up Morrison, let's dig up fucking Reagan. Let's do that. Let's just go on a fucking digging rampage, man. Let's get out a steam shovel and dig up some graves. Because, again, with the zombie apocalypse coming, let's kill them all over again. Here's what we need to do. All right, trust me on this. The fucking world, nobody knows what the fuck is happening, right? There's a zombie apocalypse. It's probably going to happen. The only way to stop that is to make sure there are what? Say it with me. No zombies. Exactly. So now we start doing all over this great land of ours. We start digging up these boxes. We pull out their bones. We set them on fire so they couldn't possibly come together and go ahead and bite us. You don't want to be bitten by a zombie, do you? Neither do I. And you don't want them to be chasing you and all sorts of bullshit like that. So you know what we do? We dig up every body that's ever been put in the goddamn ground. And then we pour, we, we pour lye on the bones. Let's pour lye on it. Disintegrate them. Murder these motherfuckers so they can't come back and kill us in our beds. It's the only way to do it. This is what we do. We need to launch a preemptive strike against the zombies before they come together and they decide, you know what? Let's get out of the ground and bite somebody. You're not biting me, motherfucker. Take this. I'm pulling you out and turning you into a fucking xylophone, baby, and dropping you off with the groovy fucking ghoulies to play a tune on your goofy skull head. Uh, and now look, where's the money going to come from this operation? I don't know. Perhaps I'll start a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe to dig up all of the dead bodies in the United States to keep the zombies from getting us. I, I don't think this is that much to ask. And honestly, I got to think if I'm able to present this to people, they will agree with me immediately what a good idea this is. 
Hey, what if I what if I could tell you that I could keep you safe from zombies for the rest of your life? And not only you, but all of your family and kids. All right. And give me $10 to buy a steam shovel so I can go from town to town like Johnny Zombie Seed and fucking dig these motherfuckers up. Set the bones on fire. Now, look, I'm not doing it all by myself. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to farm this operation out, but I will be a supervisor. I will absolutely be a supervisor for this kind of thing because I'm not going to let you. I think I'm going to trust some guy, some blue collar idiot who just goes out there. and He's like, hey, man, I went ahead and burned all the bones. No, you didn't. I've seen this movie. So I'll watch carefully over everybody's shoulder and I'll see what they do. And I will laugh a hearty laugh as the zombies are furious, but I will burn them and they will roast <laughs> and bone smoke will reach the sky and God himself will be upset by the smell. Let's do it, man. This is a good plan. All right. So now I got to go. Go fund me. Or do I go, no, not Kickstarter, go fund me, because then I can keep the money if it doesn't happen. All right. Uh, Paranoid Strain, <sighs> sorry, fighting off yawns, Paranoid Strain podcast is ready for you to check out right now. Download it today, hear about Reagan, hear special promotions, do all of those sorts of things, and I'll consider you my best friend. Do you want to be my best friend? I think you do. So go ahead and check out the Paranoid Strain right now. Hey, man, do you want to hire me for Cameo? Why wouldn't you? It's the holiday season. Hire me to tell people Merry Christmas or tell them that uh, you're quitting your job or or tell them Happy Hanukkah or, or, or tell them the Happy New Year. Whatever you want me to do, I can do it. If you want me to tell them not to have a good Christmas or to have a bad Hanukkah, I can do that, too. What, what, who hires me for that? Hey, man, I just wanted to tell you have a bad Hanukkah. Now, I will tell you this. Uh, I stand before you a man who's been defenestrated. Is that a word? I think it is. I think I just made that up. Uh, there was a listener. Jay, if you're out there. Jay hired me to do a cameo and then, uh, and then the notice, here's the thing. I get the notice and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, uh, I, you know, I lived my life cause I was going to do it. And then I, it was like, all right, I'll do it tomorrow. But the thing is usually cameo reminds me every day that I have a cameo. Well, this time the, his, the notice got buried in my emails and cameo. Not once did they reach out to say, Hey buddy, there's a cameo here for you. And all of a sudden I got the, you know, when they didn't reach out, when I got a notice that said, Oh, your cameos expired. And I'm like, you sons of fucking bitches. So I looked up Jay on Facebook and I sent him a, a note on Messenger, a couple of them, offering to give him a free cameo uh, on me. And I've not heard back. So I use this now to reach out to Jay if he's listening, because he's, he's a longtime listener. And so I want to go ahead and throw this out there because he hasn't, he hasn't even listened to the messages on Facebook, which makes me feel terrible. So I'll just go ahead and try to get him this way through the show. I'll try to bust this into his goddamn brain and say, hey, Jay, if you're out there, uh, listen to your messages. I'm not going to give you the whole message here, but just listen to your messages, man. That's all I say. Um, but that will not happen again. Believe me, I'm not fucking happy about it. Fuck cameo for that nonsense. Uh, but hire me. Why not hire me to do that? If you hey, look, if you want to hire me to call cameo and tell them they're a bunch of fucking strokes because they went ahead and did that to me, then I'll, I'm happy to do that too. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I need 15 bucks. It's actually 20, but they get five. They lost five in that transaction. And Jay got to pocket the 20 but he got no special message from his fucking internet chum. Ding. Furious. Not happy. Uh, by the way, remember we were calling it the inner circle? The, my, you guys are my inner circle and you guys are on the inner circle. Ding. Uh, there's now a wrestling stable called the inner circle. It's Chris Jericho. It's a Santana and Ortiz. It's Sammy Guevara. It's now this guy, MJF. It's a guy named uh, uh, Jack Hager, I think is his name. Uh, but they're called the inner circle. And I was like, God damn it. They got inner circle t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, I can't, I, what am I going to do? Mock up a t-shirt to the inner circle. I can't, I want to, I can't, but I want to, 
Hire me for cameo. If you want me to call AEW wrestling and say, you stole my inner circle idea, you sons of bitches. Because, you know, I coined that phrase. Nobody's ever said it before. I'm dumb. Hey, you know, I'm part of the Misfit Toys co-op. I am. That includes Never Not Funny. That includes No Fun with Jen Kirkman. Uh, that includes the Todd Galash show. Uh, and Todd's hosting that and making everybody happy because he is the fucking Todd of all Todd's. That seems like a weird thing to say, don't you think? He is the Todd of all Todd's. Um, have I mentioned everybody? I think I have, right? No, yes? I think I have. Uh, oh, no, wait. I, I'm sorry. Uh, Jonah Ray, of course, with uh, Let Me Watch Your Movie With You. He is here. Also, his new podcast. Go listen to that. Go find it. Check it out. And uh, what else is there? Oh, and of course, yes, the uh, uh, Never Not Funny crew. Our boys Jimmy and Matt and Garen and Elliot are over there and all of their guests. So uh, that's Never Not Funny. That's Doug Loves Movies. That's the Todd Glass Show. That's No Fun with Jen Kirkman. And that's Jonah Ray and Let Me Watch Your Movie With You. And uh, they are ready for you to go ahead and download the Misfit Toys Podcast Co-op. We are all a unified front, five fingers and a fist. Although now we're six fingers. Jonah Ray comes along and he's the sixth. He's their sixth finger. Jonah Ray is our We have two middle fingers. That's how, that's how arrogant and aggressive we are. We're punk and you don't like it. Uh, John, John Ray has come along and he is the sixth finger, but we needed him. We, look, man, you can't have a podcast co-op without six fingers. So uh, go listen to all their podcasts. Subscribe if you would download them as well. Uh, and uh, and I, I may be on Doug Loves Movies very soon. I'm not sure. I'm waiting to hear back, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, there you go, man. Uh, pretty cool. They have those shows, right? All in a co-op with me, your friend, Mike, your Internet chum in the inner circle. Fuck you, AEW. All right. Uh, all right. What did I say? I mentioned paranoid strain. Oh, here's what I'll tell you about folks. Here's something I could mention to you guys. I do. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. First of all, uh, youtube.com dash the four dash youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. Go check it out. Uh, you know, all these podcasts are up there, but also all the Twitch streams are going to start getting posted there on, on, uh, on the channel. Uh, I just posted one this week and I'll be posting a couple more. And then uh, eventually you'll be able to go to YouTube and watch all the old streams. I don't know why you would, or if you want to, but if you do, it'll be there for you. I think it'd be great. Just throw me on in the background, man. Make me four cents. Uh, and as I mentioned there, I got Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. You know, I'm broadcasting on there all the time, like four times a week. I'm there playing games and holding court. Uh, holding court seems strong, but I'm there anyway. You should check it out. Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow or subscribe if you would. That'd be great. I'd love it very much. Same thing with youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can subscribe there. Let them think that I'm a hitter. I could have certain numbers for them and, and, uh, that would help me out if you guys went ahead and did that. Um, I will tell you, I am having a Christmas stream. The 40 year old boy annual Christmas stream is uh Friday, this coming Friday, December 18th. And it, some people want to send me gifts. If you do, you don't have much time left. So you have to contact me and get my address. Uh, if you have the P.O. box, you can try that or you can send it to my apartment. Uh, I don't mind sharing that with you because the time is of the essence. Um, but it's up to you. And look, you don't have to send me anything. Uh, you can send stuff via PayPal if you want to. That's fine. I, I appreciate that. Whatever you want to do is fine. Um or if you don't want to do anything, that's totally cool. If you just want to come and watch, that'd be pretty cool. It is uh, Friday, December 18th, and it will start at 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, which means it's 7 o'clock in Chicago, 8 o'clock in New York, and 3 o'clock p.m. in Hawaii, 6 o'clock p.m. in Denver. Uh, come in and join us. 
December 18th, 5 o'clock. It's at 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific time on Friday, December 18th. If you want to send anything, go ahead and do that. Contact me. I'll give you the P.O. box or I'll give you my address. Or again, you can send something via PayPal or you can send something uh, uh, online, however you want to do it. Or if you don't even want to do it, like I said, just come and hang out. I might read a story. I'll definitely eat some cookies. Uh, I don't think there's a Christmas game to play. We'll probably watch some Christmas movie trailers. It's going to be a fantastic time. I'm excited to do it. And I hope you'll join me Friday, December 18th, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, five o'clock PM Pacific time, which is six o'clock PM mountain, seven o'clock PM central, eight o'clock PM on the East coast, three o'clock PM in Hawaii. Uh, I believe it's uh was it? So it's, it, I, I just said what five o'clock. So that's four in the morning in in England. Uh, just do the math on it yourself. Go ahead and Google it. Uh, but I'll be there Friday, December 18th doing a Christmas stream. Should be fun. There'll be hot chocolate and cookies and presents getting open and all sorts of fun stuff. I hope you'll join me for it. That would be fantastic. Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. And also if you want to support the show financially, not just sending gifts for Christmas like that, uh, because again, as I've mentioned before, this is, uh, This is crunch time, man. This is kind of my job now. So if you want to go ahead and send something via PayPal, you can go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a donate horn boy. You can click on that and go ahead and send some money, either a one-time thing, or you can send something every month, sign up for a subscription. That's totally cool, too. And if you go to Patreon.com slash Mike40YOB, that's Patreon.com slash Mike40YOB, you can go ahead and become a patron of this show, and I'd appreciate it very much if you did that because it helps the show, keeps it rolling, brings us uh, all kinds of support and makes sure that we can go ahead and keep the lights on here. By the way, the lights are not on. They've never been off. I don't know what that means, but it means that uh, you're supporting the show and it makes me happy. Uh, and and like uh, like our, our lovely and talented. Oh, I think I mentioned Hannah last week. Hannah went ahead and bumped her uh her, her subscription up. So thank you, Hannah. And thank you to anybody else who wants to give to Patreon. It makes me very happy for that. You're thinking of me and thinking of the channel. And um, so, yeah, there you go. Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. Always streaming. You can subscribe and follow there. YouTube.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can subscribe there. Patreon.com slash Mike four zero Y O B. You can go ahead and, uh, and follow there. Subscribe and go ahead and keep this show afloat. I'd appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for thinking of me. And, uh, and speaking of thinking of me, I just mentioned Hannah. Hannah sent us, uh, you know, she, she, uh, she went ahead last week and bumped up her Patreon, but then this week, dudes, dudes, she went above and beyond. She, uh, actually sent a, uh, a box of snacks. Now this is another thing that I do on, uh, on twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. I'll have weird taste tests. I'll find weird chips. I'll find weird candy. I'll find weird pickles. And during the stream, I'll go ahead and have a taste test. Well, this week, Hannah uh, the lovely and talented sent me a box of Japanese snacks and she sent, uh, it was, there was something they call caramel corn, which is basically their version of cracker Jack, but it tasted like you could pour it in a bowl and pour cere- milk on it and eat it like cereal. It was, it was like puffs, like caramel puffs with a few peanuts in the bottom of the bag. But then also there was these, these corn sticks like teriyaki flavor and prawn flavor and uh, dudes see, 
I got to get back to fucking Japan. That's the thing. I got to go. Like I, I've looked into fucking possibly teaching over there. I don't know. I just want to escape. I need to go there and disappear from this country because just for the snacks, you know, see, here's the thing. I go over there. I can still do this show, but then I'm bringing you Japanese snacks galore. I'm meeting Japanese people. I'm out at a karaoke bar. I'm wearing masks everywhere. People love me. I'm eating squid and you're seeing me do it. It's fucking great, right? Don't you want to see me do that? Send me to Asia. Let's just get me the fuck out of this country because this, I don't know what the fuck's happened here. I think the walls are coming down, but that's fine. As long as one of them comes down so I can sneak out over the top of it and head off and grab a fucking helicopter off to goddamn Tokyo, I'll be thrilled because now I got corn puff sticks. I can discuss those with those people. They were corn flavored. And, and like I said, I think there was one miso flavor. There was a horseradish, like a fucking wasabi flavor. And, uh, and this is perfect. And so if you want to send anything for me, like you see, I'm going to send a weird snack, a weird thing. You can do that too. Uh, contact me for the address of the PO box, man. I just got my electronic handout today. Don't I? I'm just like, Hey, send me this, send me that, send me this other thing. Send me whatever the fuck you don't have to send me anything as long as you're listening to the goddamn show that's all i care about as long as you're here visiting you're hanging out you listen to me every week uh it would be great if you could financially support but if you can't i totally get it just listen to the show so i know that so i know that this is not in vain what if it wasn't vain oh my god what if the finest gifts we sell Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Come, Joe told me Can it be A place to give to see Or hear I be You gotta hear this dude child must be put upon to use Mike's link to shop at Amazon donate cash to his Patreon support his rage phenomenon I pray you want to hear